Hey there, welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. With every episode, we're embracing our multi-layered lives with faith, know-how, and grit. I'm your host, Dr. Jasmine, and I'm ready to go global with you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Girl Go Global podcast, where faith and works are empowered. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I'm so excited that you decided to join me today because we are around here joining our faith and our works to live out our courageous lives for which God created us. So if you're ready to step into your power, if you're ready to fulfill your destiny and purpose in life, this is the community for you. So roll over to our website at www.girlgoglobal.com and subscribe. You will get monthly devotionals. You will get inspiration to your inbox and you will also get connection with other like-minded global girls. So I look forward to connecting connecting with you. And I also look forward to you binge listening some of those episodes that you've missed, girl. So don't forget to like, share, and subscribe when you listen. But today, 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 I have with me a special guest, a special guest that I actually met online, y'all. Have y'all ever built community online? For people you've never met in person? Well, I have. If you have not, try it. But for today, I have with me a special guest, Miss Lawana Wilson. Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. She is a value development coach, author, host, and founder of the Lifestyles Virtual Singles Conference, y'all. The Single But Not Solo podcast, y'all. She is passionate about people and discovering their value and being empowered in their uniqueness as she assists them in doing so via conference, workshop, or radio broadcasting. Lawana, would you please introduce yourself to the Girl Go Global community? Well, hey, Girl Go Global community. It's my pleasure. It's my honor to be here. So glad to be sitting here with Dr. Jasmine, getting ready to have this lovely girls chat. And I am originally from Flint, Michigan, um, a little small place a lot of people have heard of now because we've been in the news for some time now for a, a whole situation with our water, but that's a whole other conversation. However, um, moved to Nashville, Tennessee and have been here a little over 17 years now, loving it. Uh, I do a, a many things, a plethora, as we say, of things, but I think where my focus really is, is as Dr. Jasmine just said, uh, value development coaching, uh, my podcast, Single But Not Solo, as well as the Lifestyles Virtual Singles Conference. I'm active in our community. I love our little people, our children, and I enjoy Nashville and all of its growth. It's been pretty amazing to watch it grow over these last 17 years. So I'm excited for this conversation. Thanks so much for having me, Dr. Jasmine. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting that we have been doing community online and yeah. it's been so great. We have never met, but we have been loving on each other, liking, sharing, <laughs> and just sure sharing online. And it's been so great. I don't even realize how we met. I guess it maybe Instagram, I really think. It I feel has like to it be was Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> it definitely was Instagram, but I'm trying to figure out the connection though, though. That's what I'm trying to figure out is like, how did I start following you? So I'm not too sure. I got to dig back into some of my archives and see what was the first connection. What happened? No, maybe it was my book, Heart Rhythms. I'm not sure. I don't know. But nonetheless, thank you, God, for the connection. How about that? Yes. So <laughs> nonetheless, I don't really know where to start, but I'm going to start here. Let's start by talking about your conference. 
Absolutely. Lifestyles of virtual singles. Yes, Tell me about ma'am. that when you started it. It sounds like you started it pandemic, virtual singles conference. Tell me all about it. Indeed, I did start it in the pandemic. Didn't see that coming. A lot of things, y'all gonna hear me say that a lot today that I didn't see it coming because <laughs> God be, you know, God be God. Right. So um, didn't see that coming. And I was in the middle of the pandemic like everybody else. However, single sitting over here in my little house on lockdown, you know, we can't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> a few of my friends, girlfriends and I were literally uh, meeting in, in an empty mall parking lot with our food in our individual cars and we would stay in our cars and eat with our windows down and talk to each other. That's how it was in the beginning of the pandemic for us. We were craving community so much and we were single and we were just like, this does not work for single people. Married folks and their families and whatever, they're locked in together. Our community is outside of these four walls. What do we do? And so I really believe that that's really where that seed kind of got planted. And I'm sitting there later that night having a conversation with God. And he said, well, if you're sitting here feeling that way, don't you think other singles are? And I was just like, yeah, probably. He's like, so what are we going to do about it? And the, the Lifestyles Virtual Singles Conference started downloading in my brain. And I was like, well, <laughs> so I wrote it all down, Dr. Jasmine. And before I knew it, I literally had the layout for a virtual singles conference. The intention was to bring us together. And first and foremost, I wanted to confirm to the singles that all is not lost. Mm. We are okay. We're going to be okay. We're okay. I know. I, I mean, on, online, I was seeing stuff like, how am I going to meet him now? Where am I, how am I going to ever find her? If we're on lockdown, we can't go out. We can't. And people were like, this was not a joke. People were really panicking in some mm. respects as far as single people and how how was their life going to evolve if this was the condition we were in as a, as a world at the time. And so out of that space, I said, we need to come together. My single people need a word just to confirm that you are okay. God mm. saw this coming. It's, it's all right. He, your boo or your bae, you will not miss them because of the pandemic. Calm down. You know, we just needed to kind of rally and first calm down. And then secondly, I really wanted to speak to the purpose that God had put in them. Mm-hmm. It was like, you, you're not, you're, you might be locked on lockdown as far as like having to be in the home and not being able to get out as, as you usually would. However, your purpose that God put in you is not on lockdown. And that can still, in some respects, grow and thrive and flourish. You can still be purposeful. We're just going to have to be a little creative on how we're doing it. And so that was literally the first like theme of the Lifestyles Virtual Singles Conference. I had um, keynote speakers. I had breakout sessions. I had therapists come in and talk to us on that first conference. We just did all the things. Mm. I had a live. I had a live DJ. Just all the things we had worship at the beginning. We just made it. I want. I said, Lord, I want them to feel like they are not stuck at home. I want them to feel like they got out for a little bit mm. in the middle of the pandemic. And when I tell you, people were were Dr. Jasmine. I do not even kid you. Crying, just overwhelmed, just sensing God's presence on that live virtual environment, and I was floored. I, I was just trying to be obedient. Mind you, I tried to talk myself out of it a couple of times mm. as we got closer to the launch of it. 
And I am so glad that I've been obedient and we just have continued it. The Lord has not told me to stop. He's like, just keep going until I tell you to stop. So we're approaching our fourth year. Next year will be our oh, fourth. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And we do it every year, every year, February. We wow. do it. Yes, ma'am. So that's how that happens. Do it too, February. You know, it's usually the week before, you know, Valentine's Day mm-hmm. or Singles Awareness Day, whichever, you know, side you're on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that happened and um again i I haven't got any instruction to stop so i'm gonna keep it going until otherwise notified but it's really a moment for us to focus on the things that what i say a lot of times on my podcast things that the the married folk just don't go through is what i say Mm. Um, and it's basically just those areas that we're singles kind of feel like you know nobody's addressing my issue and so Mm. i try to i try to create a safe space where they feel like um, things are being talked about that pertain to them. So yeah. that's how that's go. Cool. Yeah. I get it. I, I was single for a long time. I didn't get married until I was 30. Yes. So mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> I mm-hmm. definitely get it. Oh my goodness. Yes, this ma'am. is so good. So how is the attendance? How was the attendance in your conference? How has the community grown? Have you done anything outside of the conference with those who've been attending? So far, it is just the conference. We do a whole like weekend of that and just building them up to it. I've tried to build it out a little bit as far as like having a pre-conference kind of in- thing. We did the DJ the first time, but you, as you know, with uh, all the copyright issues and stuff, you can't really broadcast that. So yeah. um, we had I was trying to figure out a creative way to kind of make it still more interactive because I do want them to actually have opportunity to kind of network and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So we now we do a pre-party where they are online together. They can actually see each other and um, and the DJ is there. And then we shut that down and move into the conference. So I've been trying to tweak it a little bit to kind of bring some different aspects or different kind of um dynamics to it but for now it is it is just a very straightforward virtual conference um, my my speakers typically change up every year definitely the theme changes up every year mm-hmm. and I just try to invite people in who can really speak to singles and their single lives and, and what it's like being single and and just trying to bring some resolve and some answers to some of the things that that we we deal with on the regular so that's that's about as much as it is right now we interact of course through um just mailings i email out and just talk to them a little bit about different things that come up and that's really how we've been doing it since then so yeah that's awesome that's awesome Mm -hmm. you've been in this space for quite a while i think that's how also one of the reasons why we connected online um because of my book and things and and i think Mm -hmm. you also have a book um you're an author in that mm-hmm. way so it's that's super super interesting so this single life you got a podcast as well is that just an extension of the conference so people can tap into tap in with you throughout the year outside of conference is that how you're focusing the it's the single but not solo podcast yes that's what it's becoming i, I have to admit i don't think i knew that in the beginning dr jasmine mm-hmm. initially once these the virtual singles conference started asked our local radio station I had a connection there if I could come on and just you know share about the singles conference and again we were in a pandemic I was just like can I just come on and talk about it and maybe you know invite some singles to come and so that was really it and then after that conversation um, and I went on the air shared about the conference and invited people to come to it log on and come to it uh, the same show host reached back out to me and she said can you what, what do you think about doing like a little 
segment, a single segment. Um, mm. It'll be during, during, you know, during her time that she's on the air. She said, I would love to have somebody do like a, a short little segment. I was like, I would love to. So that's literally all it was. And that's literally what I've been doing for as long as the singles conference has been going for so the last three years. Um, it's just doing that little, <clears throat> excuse me, that brief segment on the radio. And that was mm. it. And then um, it became obvious to me that this segment was really a lot bigger than what I could fit in the segment. Mm. And so we would have some really good topics that we just couldn't flesh out because we just didn't have the airtime. Mm. And I was like, this is, this is getting, and you know how God will do you sometimes too, Dr. Jasmine, things will start getting a little like, and you're like, something's either, something's either wrong or I need to grow in a direction. And mm. I realized that was a grow moment. The Lord was like, nothing's wrong. Keep doing this, but it's bigger than this. And so mm. you're going to have to, you're going to have to think outside of this 10 minute, eight to 10 minute segment that you're doing on the air. I how can that. you, and that's literally how I was like, oh, well, the next best thing is a, is a podcast. And then people had kind of been dropping that. Mm-hmm. Like, so what's the podcast, Luana? So what's the podcast? And I'm like, um, there is no podcast. I'm thinking to myself, there is no podcast. However, lo and, lo and behold, things continue to evolve. And I was like, I see there actually is a podcast. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah, that's so good. So that's literally how that transition happened. Um, I, I called up a bunch of my uh, podcasting friends who have been doing this way longer than I have. And I was like, you all have got to get me through this first episode. So they did. We did a whole big group. Uh, interview kind of thing uh, mm -hmm. the first to, to launch it and it was so much fun and um, a couple of my favorite psychologists slash uh, just singles spokespersons and uh, we got together and did the first episode and we've been rolling ever since so that's, so, that's how that so, happened so dope so, yeah. so dope. I love that I also love how you have been growing with God yeah yeah and he's been giving you bits and pieces mm -hmm. Dropping a little seed, you've acted yeah. on it, and then you built upon it. He's got mm -hmm. the radio show, and now you yeah. have the podcast. I can't wait to see what's next. I know, right? It's I tell people all the time, I asked the Lord as a teenager for an adventure. Mm. And my life has been nothing but an adventure. And so mm. he has been faithful to keep me on an adventure. <laughs> Speaking of ad adventures, yes. I saw online that you mm -hmm. have been dating online or at least entertaining, you've been swiping left. Yes, ma'am. I so, have been swiping left. <laughs> no people who have dated online, they are married, so, got married based upon those swipe lefts or, or not. They've been dated and they say, oh, I'm just going to throw that back. I'm not, <laughs> not interested. But tell me about your experience swiping left, dating online. You know, Dr. Jasmine, swiping left is a tricky situation. I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> I had to challenge myself. Um, first of all, I never intended on becoming like a, a single spokesperson. Mm. I did not consider myself like really savvy and just out here like dating and just, you know, I didn't really see myself in that, in that respect. However, if you ask someone, know me, they would say, no, but Luana, you are. And so I kind of had to just go ahead and embrace that and, and be okay with that. And just go, oh, okay, well, if, if that's what it is, then I'm, I'll, I'll share it. I'm always yeah. willing to share uh, with everybody because I'm like, you know, we're all out here trying to do it anyway. And we're trying to figure it out. And 
and I love to learn and I like to help other people learn. So I was just like, you know what? I'm an open book. Let's just see how this thing goes. And I hadn't tried it, but I had, as you said, friends who were who had swiped left and are currently happily married with children, mm -hmm. you know. So I had several good examples of that. Um, great stories of how they met. I had um a lot of people encouraging, you know, us to do it. And I was just like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Now, my concern initially was the security kind of thing. You know, I don't, I, you know, how do I know this person is who they say they are, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was probably my biggest thing. But once I got the hang of trying to, you know, being able to sort of do my checks and balances and make sure people were checking out, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay, this is not as scary as it initially, initially was. But it became, almost, it became very funny which is probably what you <laughs> probably saw a few posts of me jokingly talking about how, you know, you do these elaborate profiles and you tell, you know, all the wonderful things about, you know, what they need to know. And then when a guy hits you up, it's like, hey, what you doing? And it's stuff like that. And it's like, Sir, you clearly did not read a thing on that bio because hey, I am not a hey, what you doing kind of girl. Please read the bio. So I did a whole little sketch little thing about real about um do guys even read the profile you know another opportunity there was another uh situation with a guy who um i was laughing about the kind of pictures that they post like mm -hmm. you know ladies you know we're gonna post a cute picture we got a couple of different pictures i miss you dr jasmine they post pictures of like their car they're not in the car they're mm -hmm. not standing near the car it's just their car <laughs> their their bike Mm. The picture they post is like this fuzzy um, five years ago, seven, eight, ten years ago. And it's like, is this even you anymore? But, you know, ladies, you know, we're going to come with the picture. And I was just like, something really unbalanced about this whole online dating situation. It seemed like the ladies were putting in all this work those that I've conversed with and talked mm -hmm. to who have taken the step to do, you know, online dating. And we put in all this work to, you know, present ourselves in a way. And and the guys just come through as raggedy as they want to be. <laughs> just whatever. Did you go out with anyone? Was, was entertain anybody mm -hmm. nice? Anybody stick yeah. you still kind of talk into? Or? Unfortunately, none of the ones I went out with stuck. Um, mm -hmm. And that's another conversation that I definitely want to hash out on my podcast at some at some point because we mm -hmm. will be talking about those things. Is how do I say it without you know offending the men? Is <laughs> there's there is just this this attitude this 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 attitude I'm gonna call it an attitude that that guys that I ran into mm -hmm. have online and very oh gosh i'm not gonna be able to be nice about it doctor go ahead it's, it's okay it's very like i get to pick the next you know i, I can just go, run through women and just pick oh okay I'm, I'm done with that one discard next and because there's so many of us out there mm -hmm. they can get away with that yeah and so it's unfortunate none of them stuck for me most of them were had that mentality um, you know, even on some of the Christian sites, most of them were, you know, some of them were like, um, 
They say they're Christian. They say they love the Lord. However, their sexuality has not been surrendered to the Lord. So they feel like, you know, hey, it's no big deal. Yeah, I love the Lord. And I just read my Bible the other day, but but I do expect us to sleep together on, on the first date. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm yeah. glad you were upfront about that. And I'm going to say thanks. And we're going to wrap this up. And I'm, you know, yeah. heading home. So it, it, we still, you know, I it's still it. that thing, you know, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. So listen, it was a, a miss for me. And I'm on the fence whether I'm going to, I've been on a long break. Um, this time last year was my last, well, I'll take that back. That one wrapped up around January this year. And I was just like, this is, it's not going to go anywhere. And I could tell. And, and he was starting to like get real um, sporadic. You know, mm. it'll be it'll be like strong, 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 strong communication, community. Then it starts to wane, and then it gets really, you know, a few times here, a few calls here, a few texts, and then it's like I'm like, okay. Um, and I kind of saw it coming. I was like, mm, I need to just back off of this and see what he's going to do, and give him him the opportunity to continue. And mm-hmm. when he didn't, it was no love lost. It was just like, all right, because that was just it. It can get exhausting trying to like figure out like. Well, what what's up now? Where is he? And I was like, yeah, no, yeah. I don't have time for that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I get so it. not not for me. But I, again, I still have great stories of those who have. So it's not like it does not work. So I cannot say it doesn't work. Can't say yeah. that. Yeah, I've been. I I never dated online. I never met anybody online. Mm-hmm. I think I had told God. I said, God, if I don't meet anybody by <laughs> next year, whatever year it was, I said next year I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try it online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then I met my husband before next year came so I guess God saved me for myself so <laughs> he really did girl <laughs> but been dibbling and dabbling a little bit in the area of relationship coaching not on purpose I know I got a book about relationships and things and yes my journey as a single woman yes and I've been dibbling in some you know a little bit of matchmaking kind of mm-hmm. and so I have been consulting with a couple women that are uh over 40 or 40 mm-hmm. and over or a little younger and each of them are looking to be loved yes and I have found a little bit of challenges um matching them with someone one because i start with one who is and this may resonate with the girl global community i know we have a broad range of listeners but this particular client if you will um is over well 40 around 40 Mm -hmm. and she you know has a lot of rules oh yeah so many rules I don't yeah. do this. I don't do that. I don't do I get it. Yeah. I'm like, child, what do you do? I mm-hmm. mean, you're not giving me nothing to work with. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have been going through certain things. You know, we going out yeah. and I'm t- telling her, you know, okay, smile at the, look at him. You know what I'm saying? You got to be, it's, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not a lie. You got to be friendly. Yes, you do. You, you got to be, you know, approachable. Because mm-hmm. people can sense that. They're not who even we can sense it. So why can't that? Hello? Um for sure so a man does. Yeah. Try to match her with someone. It didn't work out. Um, because he said he was ready, he was interested in her and all this, but then when it came to the actually, you know, actually get to the point of like, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna go out, it was just like he pulled back. And I'm like, what happened? No. Oh, so wow. one of, one of, some of the feedback, let me tell you about this feedback I received. Okay. Y'all listen up. 
He said he wear too much makeup. And just hear me out. And I was like, so this particular person, and then I said, I my, I asked another friend. I said, and he was like, yeah, she wear too much makeup. Wow. And it, it wasn't necessarily the makeup, y'all. Yeah. Come in closer. Turn up your volume. <laughs> Her eyelashes vary mm. a lot. Yeah. And I think that because I'm a woman and I do wear like foundation and things mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. and I put on my eyebrows and I need my eyebrows mm-hmm. well, so I, all that but she has so, the eyelashes overpower her small yes. little petite face so yes. much that all they could see was this makeup the lashes mm-hmm. and come to find out I think that was one of the thing, one of the things mm-hmm. that led to him saying mm, I'm pulling back not to mention mm-hmm. that he wasn't really, really, really serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know what she told me? She said, my ex-boyfriend told me he did not <gasps> like my eyelashes. Oh, I said, so child, you didn't lost two men over your eyelashes. Take them eyelashes. Right, <laughs> seriously? Listen, and she said that she would get into arguments with her ex wow. about her eyelashes. And I said, sis, you don't need all of that on your face. It looks really and to be perfectly honest with you, mm-hmm. I was looking at her and I was trying. I I literally pray and ask the Lord to tell mm-hmm. me how to tell her before anything about the eyelashes came up. <laughs> to help me share with her that she needs to take them eyelashes off. Yeah, <laughs> I literally pray because people get offended. Yes, they do. People get offended about you say certain things. So I literally prayed. So one day we were out on one of our coaching sessions. She didn't have them on. And so after we ate, we ate we ate at the bar. And we ate and the actually a guy came up and approached us. And I was like, talk to him. I was seeing how she reacts on so we can when we get in the car that we could talk about it. And so when we finished eating, she says, Oh no! I'm sorry. When she when we finished eating, I say I love your eyelashes. I love this. What is this? Is this a new new person you've gone to? She's like, oh, these are my real eyelashes. But girl, didn't even need the other ones. They so natural and long. Why why do you? I say don't don't put those other ones on. That was my window. That was my window of saying. I say thank you, God. That was my window of saying you don't need them other eyelashes. Get you some. You know, enhancer if that's what you want to make them look right. appear a little longer and all that. But those, what you, your natural eyelashes are naturally long. What are you doing? And they can you know, see your face. The strip lashes, those lashes, those individual lashes. Sometimes they pull out your natural eyelashes, out and you know, eyelashes do. don't come, don't grow back like hair. <laughs> you be an old lady putting eye drops in your eyes because your the water, the liquid in your eye can't retain because your eyelashes going. That you need eyelashes. Exactly. Yes. That that's that's just science. But we ain't even going in there. But my point <laughs> is, we have to listen to feedback. Oh my gosh, Dr. Jasmine. We have to so listen true. to feedback. So like, it might seem offensive, mm-hmm. but it could be the reason mm-hmm. why things are not working out subliminally, yes. unconsciously. Bingo. You like that he did, 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 but if he told you he liked a little slimmer woman, 
or if he told you he like a little he he like heavy I don't whatever he told you right leave him yeah really if he told you he wants to enjoy sex before marriage mm -hmm. believe him if that's mm -hmm. something that's a deal breaker for you believe him and make a mm -hmm. choice absolutely so th that's, that's just my me. point that's my point I'm believe telling you, you are telling the truth people are saying yes. to you listen I remember when I was dating this is in my book and I ain't talking about my book today but we talking about dating. Yes, yes. I was dating this guy. I like this guy. I mean, seriously. Like, I was like, Lord, if this is it, I like it. The build, the height, the everything. Mm -hmm. And he told me, Jazz, you too ambitious. Mm -hmm. He said, I honestly can't see myself marrying you. Wow. He said, you are a good woman. You got all the qualities that I'm looking for. But you two, mm. you know, that's what he told me. I was like, what? It would hurt. It hurt, right? Mm -hmm. But two things. We we were dating. We had not necessarily be intimate, but we like we used to tell each other we loved each other. I mean, we were like, mm -hmm. like really building. Really close, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And um, that's what he told me, but I heard him. Yeah. I ain't like stick around, not dating, mm -hmm. wishing I was going to change his mind. You got to listen, child. Mm -hmm. And nothing you got to listen to what's not being said. Mm -hmm. If he had never told you that y'all in a relationship or he would like to be in a relationship, then listen to what's one. not being said. You're not in a relationship. <laughs> like, I literally have had to, people, women have come up to me and be like, how did you know that he, your husband was the one? Or how did you know this? And they will tell me about somebody they're dating. Or tell me about certain circumstances. And I'm listening to him. I'm like, did he tell you that he wanted to be in a relationship with you? No. Mm -hmm. But then you're not in a relationship, sis. Like, what then you you're doing? you're not. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's hard yeah. out here on these streets. It I understand. Is, I understand. I'm praying. You know, yes. I'm praying for the married folks. Because marriage be hard, like they say. Kevin yeah. on stage that book. Right, right. But at the same time, singleness be hard. I think it might be as harder. You know what I'm saying? To some degree. Because you have those desires. You have, Especially if you have a desire. You know, you want mm -hmm. something, you desire. It's desire of yes, your heart. Really. Oh, my God. So I mm -hmm. get it. I get the lifestyle. I understand it. I didn't get married until later on in life. And then that mm -hmm. comes with its own set of challenges when you think about building a family and things of that nature. So nonetheless, Luana, you are doing that good work, girl. You're doing that yes. good work, building up the single community, um, building That's up yourself. And, but aside from that, like, where do you get to the faith? Like, obviously, if you... Mm. The faith and the courage, right? So, uh, obviously, if you wanted to be with somebody, you could. You could have let mm -hmm. any Joe Smo, whatever. You mm -hmm. could be out on a date right now and not talking to me if you wanted mm -hmm. to compromise what you your deal breakers. If you wanted to compromise what you feel convic convicted about, yeah. you could be yeah. with somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? But I, I know from you that you chose to be abstinent. So, tell me about yeah. that. When you get the faith to remain steadfast in your beliefs, faith to remain, like, God, you know, you gonna do it for me one day if it be your yeah. will. Like, tell mm -hmm. me about that faith to, you know, abstain. Tell me about that faith to keep going despite yes. your desire. Because I do know that you desire a mate. Absolutely, absolutely, Dr. Jasmine. This is a great question, and I love what you share. I love, and and, and let me just thank you for what you're doing for the single people because we don't have feedback like this. And and I am a big proponent of having accountability as single people and somebody in your life. 
and I say these terms, a safe person. What I mean by that is somebody that really knows you, that really cares for you, and that really can tell you about kind of how you move. We all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. See everything. I don't know that I'm coming off a certain kind of way. And so I, I have a handful. It, it's not a bunch of people. It's a handful of people in my life who can pull me aside and be like, Luana, slow down. Mm-hmm. He's trying to talk to you. Did you yes. even notice that he was? And, I, and, and, it, and it stops me. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize. So you, we need that as singles. Yes. We need I'm that. So you thank you for some people doing. don't want it. <laughs> True. And we, we, we hold everything so close to our chest, you know, and it's like, you know, we take it personal. We take it personal and really it's just trying to help you improve and grow and get to your end goal. So I, I, I appreciate so much that you do that. Personally, for myself, the faith, how do I walk this abstinent walk? How do I, uh, how do, I do this? I have a great example for you because sometimes I, I'm not good at explaining this because it's, it's been so long at this point until it's just my life. But I know people need a better explanation than that because they they want to they want to do this as well. Mm-hmm. The previous guy that I was talking to last year, when we finally met, this was our first actual date. When we finally met and, and got off the app and met up, he said this to me, and I played it back in my mind after things kind of were over and we realized they weren't it wasn't going to go in the in the direction that either of us thought it was going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it back. And he said this at, on our very first date. He said, you were giving mean vibes mm. online. Mm. Dr. Dr. Oh, Jasmine, my. anybody, when we were talking, doing FaceTime and all that kind of stuff, oh, right? Okay. Before, we, before we met up. He said, you were giving mean vibes. Jasmine, anybody that know me knows that it's very rare that you're going to get mean anything out of mm. me. Okay? Um, I thought about that later on. I said, was it mean, Lord? He was like, no, ma'am. He was running into your boundaries. Mm. I was like, whoa. Yeah, not mean. You, he was running smack into your boundaries. Mm. Because he was from jump, which I didn't, I didn't catch on to because I, didn't re- I wasn't trying to catch on to him because he was my type, Dr. Jasmine. Mm. And so he had, he was checking off the list as far as physical look and everything, conversationally, he was checking the list. I was like, wait a minute. I don't typically get past, like, if you can't hold a conversation with me, you know, because I'm an intellectual. So Mm. I'm like, if we can't do this and really have a real good back and forth banter, I'm going to struggle. And I know I am. And so he was clicking on that level. We had a lot in common. He had the the appearance and physique that I like. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. So let me let me go out with this guy and see like what's in person, what's going on in person. However, he was already doing my evaluation on my end. He was doing his, and mm. his was let me see how how far I can push the limit and what can I get her to do. Mm. And so what he was running into was I have to. I'm at a point in my life with my boundaries where I don't have to. Uh, voice them. It's gonna, it exudes. It's gonna come. You're gonna. Run, you're gonna inter- encounter those boundaries with me in conversation. You're gonna encounter those boundaries with me. People think boundaries are pushing people back. Boundaries are literally standards you set for yourself. And if somebody tries to supersede or push past that that place, they're gonna run into it. Mm. I don't have to throw it at you for you to run into it. 
conversation mm. isn't going to allow it. My, the way I carry myself isn't going to allow it. It's just, you're just going to run into it. And I realized that's what it was. It wasn't so much that I was being mean as much as it was he was trying to challenge my boundaries and I wasn't yielding. I wasn't, I wasn't letting them down. And so as a result, you know, we ended up getting to know each other very well. Mm. However, he was just like, I'm still trying out to see if I can, how far I can get with you. Mm. And I'm just like, but, yeah, but you already you he was out. trying to wait me out <laughs> and I was just but you already know that's not that's not gonna go down though like that and so that's really kind of where things started to deteriorate several months in he really thought that by that time I probably would have weakened and said okay whatever and just went with it and I think that's what he was used to sure. however that didn't happen so my faith and my resolve at this point I tell people singles all the time once you get past a certain stage in this whole singleness and I'm trusting God some things I won't say get just like they become your default. Mm. So in, before, before early on in my singleness, my default was to people please, give people what they wanted. In my latter years now, in this stage, mid to latter, unfortunately, that's not gonna fly for me. Mm. Love you, bless you, you be, you have a great life, and move on. Uh, I, I I wasn't able to do that before. And I think that's a direct result of how strongly God has convinced me that I am I am valuable and I have worth mm. Be, beyond just what I can do for somebody, beyond you know what I can what what I can how I can perform. It's really innate. And it's mm. really something that that deep down inside, uh, even if I had wanted to, and there have been times I've wanted to just say, mm-hmm. okay, look. I'm grown now. It really do. It really matter at this point. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. It, it still matters. It still matters. matters. And so even when sometimes I am weak and I want to give in, I run smack into that. And I'm like, what is that, Lord? He was like, that's your worth. And you already know. Mm. And there's nothing that it's not going anywhere and you can't get around it. And so, so like you said, your worth that you, you run into your worth. Yeah. What is that? I mean? run it. Yes. I run into the fact that God has a specific purpose and intent for my life. Mm. And I can't just pick just anyone to come alongside of me and walk that out. Yeah. And and what happens is we get tired and we get frustrated, Dr. Jasmine. And like you said, we just we just want to pick just random anybody just to say that we got somebody. Yeah. Sometimes but once you get is- convicted in what God has called you to do and who you are in him you really have a hard time just saying accepting anything and what you end up doing and I know what I end up doing is I end up being the influence so when before I was being influenced mm-hmm. pulled in, now it's the other way mm-hmm. guys figure out following me I'm following her like she got me over here being all nice and gentlemanly and you know and if that's not what you want to do if that's not something you can keep up then you you exit you eventually exit yeah so that value and that worth is innate Dr. Dr. Jasmine it's not going anywhere I was born with it no one can take that away from me no one can add or subtract from that it is what God put in me I am valuable to him just because I'm living just because he created me and allowed me to be born and there is something specific for my life. And I have to make sure I'm the one responsible for picking the people 
who will come who co will come alongside of me and make sure that we accomplish what God said we were going to do. I can't jeopardize that. I can't just throw that to the wind. I can't just put that in the hands of just anybody. And so those things become begin to get really concrete for you the longer that you continue to trust the Lord. And I'm sure there's other things, you know, like once you go through certain storms and certain valleys with the Lord, he continues to show you how he's keeping you and he's with you. And he continues to provide and just do miraculous things for you. You're like, you know what? God is really serious about. So, so why am I so careless about it? Why should I be so careless to just, you know, throw it or give it away for, to one person or the next? And it really starts to check you in. And so you kind of dial it back and you get on God's page and you're like, you know what? No, this than just, you know, some guy, I got a man. Now I can say I got a man. Yeah. More to it. So it's much more, more to it. it you is. know, for me, I, you know, before I was married, I was asking for a while. Mm -hmm. I, I realized um, that it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I would get so emotional mm -hmm. when there was a breakup or something in the relationship mm -hmm. yeah. that it would just cause me to just spiral down Yeah, and I was yeah. like God this ain't this ain't it for me like mm -hmm. some mm -hmm. people are able to mm -hmm. indulge sexually with men or, or women whatever the men women whatever mm -hmm. they're, they're able to indulge and it's okay for them Whatever the case is, but for me, it yeah. was just too much. Yes, I, I'm a very spiritual being. My, yes. I, I love deep. I, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it just was just wasn't good for my spiritual mm -hmm. standing mm -hmm. and mindset. That's it. And mm -hmm. so, I had told God, I was like, I, I can't. This is not the lifestyle that I need to be living. And yeah. so, yeah, once I made that choice, I was pretty steadfast in it. Even mm -hmm. the guy that I told you that I love, love, love so much, mm -hmm. we didn't, we never even went there, even though he wanted mm -hmm. to, and I did, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but we didn't go there. Um, yeah. And then when I met my husband, he's the one who said, you know, I don't, you know, I want us to wait. Yeah. And so yeah. that made it easier. You know what That's I mean? That's awesome. That makes it that. so much easier. Um, but th what I'm saying, I say all I have to say is there are men out there who who want to follow those principles, you know, who want to follow those principles. And I believe that when it's time, the one that's going to follow that with you will mm -hmm. make his make his face shown. I believe it. Dr. Desmond. I know they're out there. Um, and and I, I just the last podcast episode I just did, I was telling people, I'm like, you know, we the people that really want to do life, the people that really want to improve and work on themselves and do the work mm -hmm. they're out there the people who are self-aware they're out there the people mm -hmm. who aren't just out to get what they can get they're out yeah. and, and i believe that it's just a matter of us connecting in due season and just making sure that we're focused on on what we're focused on all we can all i can really handle is make sure i'm out and about make sure i'm yes, sociable make sure I i'm smiling it. girl make sure i'm out in these streets and i'm smiling and i'm and i'm Putting myself in uh, places where I know the type of guy that, you know, characteristics that he's going to be at those kind of it. events. You doing I'll all do of my, the things. Do my part. I yeah, always like part. to say, I tell people, you got to be seen to be found. Hello? People, <laughs> people always talk about, they going to meet and find. You got to be seen to be found, child. Okay? <laughs> you better get out the house. And, and My singles is laughing at me. I'll be like, get out the house already. Okay? And sneakily, I told one of my 
people that I'm talking to about relationships and things, I said, I know this gonna sound take this gonna take this the wrong way. Don't take it the wrong way, please. When I say this, don't take it the wrong way, please. I told her stop going to church. Listen, girl, I, I am, go to I am not so offended. The, the community day, the women's day, children's day, uh, singles day, and then church will study and back a Bible study. Go, go you need to be else, going please. out into places to, to, to be seen, to be found. Yes. You've told me that there's no men in your church. You told me that most of them are married. You told me that they too. What, girl? Are you still there? Why is that the only place you, you go? Go get your word. Go get your 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 refresh. Get your clarity. Get your you know. Get all of that. Get your direction for being a kingdom ambassador. But when that's done, you ain't got to volunteer every Saturday at the single minute at every outfit, night, and you and go out. I remember somebody when I was at my old church when I was much younger. Um, they was like, "You want to the um, you want to start up a singles ministry?" I said, "No, no, I do not. I don't only want to be in charge of because that is not my ministry. No, that no is not you. my ministry. I am called to be a wife, and I need to be in the marriage ministry, and I'm not. Mm -mm. And I, I might sound That's crazy it. to me, and I understand people go to serious stuff like that. But I said, no, I don't don't want to be in. I don't want that to be branded on me." Okay, and that was just my mindset. I was super, super young when I told him no that the deacon asked me <laughs> about doing that. I was a little, you know, a little five crack when I was much younger, but I still am. But needless to say, oh no, I'm going to the single ministry. I ain't starting one, and I ain't doing that. No, no, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> I don't do it. I mean, singles ministries for all intents and purposes. I get it. Some churches can pull it off. Majority of churches. I'm just gonna say it, and I know people don't like it. But the majority of churches, singles ministry is not is is not serving us. I'm gonna say it like that. It's and not that's serving. What I'm saying. Us. And I didn't it's know how not. to do it. I, and it's at not. the time, I wasn't being single. Well, if that makes sense, I wasn't a well single. You know, and so I wasn't healed. I wasn't whole. And what can I do to support you in that way? Right. I, yeah, I, I yeah, absolutely yeah. don't know. And then mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I just wasn't a well single. Mm -hmm. I'll just put it like yeah. that. And so. You know, I feel like if I'm going to lead a ministry, I need to be have some influence and impact and some success stories right, that right. go along with that. And so, no, exactly. I didn't. I wasn't successful at, I, at it. I agree. At the time. I feel the same way. So, nonetheless, way. I love what you said about running into your worth. Like, every yes. at every turn. Yes, ma'am. You said, oh, I, you ran into your I love that. Kept running into it. There's no way around mm. it. Oh my no God, you kept running and he kept bouncing and running into your boundary. Yeah. He kept getting back up. Yeah. Oh. And I wasn't, I promise you, I wasn't like, this is not me. Ask anybody, Dr. Jasmine. Uh, no, um, stop that. Um, this, that. Mm -hmm. I'm not the person that's like dukes up all the time and ready to, you know, I'm I'm very, very much like I'm sitting here with you right now. I'm very even, even killed like this, pretty laid back. You know, I can talk about just about anything. And and that's what we did. And that's what I do with most of the guys that I, I go out with. We just have good conversation. And I literally let them tell me whatever whatever they need to say. Mm. I make it all about them and let them talk and get it all out because men typically need, you know, that anyway. Mm. And and it makes them feel better. You know, it makes them feel like, you know, when they can talk about themselves and put, put all their accolades and things that they've done up front, you know, and they like that. That makes them, you know, and then you just sit there and you're like, Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Wow, what you did that? Man, oh God. You know, you just kinda and they love that. And before you know it, you know everything you need to know about it. 
and whether this is going to move anywhere else or whether it's not. And so they just they just spill their guts if you put them in a safe environment. And then they figure out that you are either going to get with that or you're not. Mm. So my conversation is never, oh, no, I don't do that. I don't even bring up the fact that I'm absent or any of that mm. for several dates. We got to be yeah. pretty far in before I even bring that up. Yeah. And most guys have told me that they, they pick up, they don't know what they're picking up on, but they're picking up on, you know, like, you know, you're, you're different. I'm picking up on, you like different. I'm trying mm. to figure out what it is. And then that's what it is. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Mm. Bro, I'm different. Like, what do you mean by that? That's what they mean. They can tell that there's something going on here with the other last girl. This wasn't going on, and I can't put my finger on it. I really like it. It's really kind of cool, but I've never, I haven't seen this much before. Mm. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about it's just the way I carry myself. It's the way I talk. So it's not something that I have to broadcast. You know, every time I meet somebody, it literally once, it literally is something that that starts to just kind of shine through you. I think. Once you mm. really make that, once you really make that commitment to the Lord that this is your life, Lord. I'm not, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. This mm. this is your life, you know. Yeah. So you you tell me and and start walking with Him like that. What I'm not saying is that this is easy. Uh, what I'm not saying is that Luana does not, as I mentioned before, does not sometimes want to just say, forget this. This mm. is ridiculous. I'm, I can't tell you that. I, I I'd be lying if I said it's that. hard. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a challenge. Yeah, for sure. It's it's hard being in a place of waiting at any capacity. It is. You could be at waiting for a relationship. You could be waiting mm-hmm. for the job. You could be waiting mm-hmm. on a, a, a child or, or to get saved. You could be waiting to mm-hmm. have a child. The mm-hmm. waiting process. It's the weight that gets in your head. Absolutely. It's the weight that gets in your head, and I understand where the singles are because I've been mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I understand what it. I also understand what it means to wait on God for the mm-hmm. answer to a prayer that's not even relate, remotely related to a relationship. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it is posturing yourself in such a way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that your communication with the Lord gives you an inch. It, it does. He helps you go a it little does. bit further. I can mm-hmm. keep going. I can that's keep leaning into my purpose. I can keep leaning into this. And then if and just believing the Lord. But I also mm-hmm. believe that we got to get a correct, we got to hear from God well. What did God Amen. say? Right? What did God say? Amen. Like, literally, what did he say about you having a mate? I know you desire a mate. I know he will give you mm-hmm. the desires of your heart, mm-hmm. but what is that his true desire? Come I know on. your desire, because not everybody will get married. That's right, Dr. Jasmine. So that's I a mean, hard I know that's a hard pill to swallow. If you if you're waiting on a child, not everyone will have a birth their own child. Mm-hmm. What that's is it. God saying? If you're waiting on that job, or if you're waiting for a transition, you're like, you could be waiting. And what do mm-hmm. you do when that answer? What do you do? That's the come. That's the way it. You wanted it to come. That's the crucial and they, part. And, right and, there. and the Lord said, "Daughter, I need you here. Son, I need you here. What do you do?" That's it right there, Dr. Jasmine. People are, something that you're not going to avoid in life, and that's waiting. You're waiting on something. Everybody's mm-hmm. waiting on something. Everybody's waiting on something. The, the, the bottom line is, how do you wait? And how do you wait well? Mm. And if you're not purposeful during I that wait, that. That's what... if you're not purposeful, you are going to be pulling your hair out. You're going to be 
mad, frustrated, angry at God. This don't work. I don't want to do this no more. You're going to be all of that if you don't find some purpose in your waiting. And there is great purpose in waiting. There is always a reason why you're waiting. There's not always clarity. God don't always give you all the details of yes. why you're waiting. Have you ever been in a situation where you were traveling one way, going home, and you got stuck in traffic? And you back there at the back of the line, just like, oh my God, I was supposed to be home 20 minutes ago. I got to do this, that, and the other, all these things that I had to do. This is, it's all, it's throwing me off. And finally you, you get down to where whatever was going on and it was like a three car accident. Yeah. Like, like I know why I had to wait. My husband had I been lived in Florida. Sooner. He lived in Florida. If God intended him for me, I had to wait until he got into a place where he was ready to come up here, get to you know, Florida. It's a move or to even relocate to, you know. I prayed a prayer. I, I talked about this before. I prayed a prayer. With my friend, a friend of mine gave me this prayer book about, and it got a lot of prayers in there. And one of the lines in the prayer said, Let my husband relocate to locate me. Oh, I thought that again. Oh. And I kept I kept, we were laughing at the time when we were, it's funny, right? Let my, I was like, let my husband relocate to locate me. But that's like what happened. God got jokes, y'all. Like, that's like literally what happened. He relocated and he located me. Sometimes you got to get your answer. Like, what did the Lord say? Sometimes the God said he wants you to move, but you ain't move yet. Let me tell you something. I had a nudge in 2016 to go to the Congressional Black Caucus. Mm. The Lord kept impressing upon me that you need to be at the Congressional Black Caucus. Mm -hmm. I was reached into a couple friends. Oh, I was actually on a detail. I was on a um a detail and uh, with my job to another mm -hmm. agency, and I tried to get some people that were on the detail with me to go with me because you know how sometimes we are, let's go with somebody, let's see who we can go with. Yeah. You don't always want to be by yourself. And mm -hmm. everybody kept backing up. Everybody kept backing up. But I heard the Lord say, go. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a friend of mine, childhood friend of mine, she posted that she was going. I mm -hmm. texted her. I said, you, you, I, I saw your text or your, your post. Are you really going? Or did you? She said, yeah, I'm going. I said, let's go together. So okay. we ended up going together. But I was going to go by myself. I had already bought my ticket. Mm -hmm. That's where I met my husband. Wow. What if I had decided not to go? Mm -hmm. Or what if I decided just, just because nobody else wanted to go that I wasn't going to go? You got to hear God. You got to obey God. Yes, ma'am. You got to hear him for God. yourself. How many times? How, I don't want to even think about mm -hmm. the times where I didn't go or I didn't listen and I missed out on something, whether it's been a connection or whatever. How many times have we not obeyed God? Yes, that's definitely how many times missed out on something, particularly because if I was destined to meet him, mm -hmm. and not to say that I wouldn't have met him because he was already planning a move over in this mm -hmm. area, how much longer would it have taken me to meet him? Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. I hadn't have gone, mm -hmm. we might have crossed paths. I'm always in DC. I was working in the area at the time. We might have crossed paths. Right. Yeah. Could have been in a but how long though? But like how you said. long would it have taken me if I mm -hmm. had been disobedient? Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by that's it. 
that's what that's like what I mean by what did God say? Mm-hmm. You over here praying for your mate and he telling you, mm-hmm. I want you to start going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And you like, what they got to do with anything? What they got to God want me to lose weight, or God want me to get fit, or God want me to, He want me to fast, or I want you to join this group. And you're like, no, nah, I want to join that group. But your mm-hmm. husband in the group, girl. You know, like, obey God. Seek, seek the Lord yes. about, I think this is a word for somebody. Seek yes. the Lord about what He would have you to do and in the midst of obeying God. Yes. That's it. You're going to run into your purpose no matter yeah. what you're gonna run into your purpose yeah. whether it be a yeah. spouse mm-hmm. or whether it be the next layer right yes because yes you started out this conversation that around you've been growing with god mm-hmm. so how, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be amazing if after you started this virtual singles platform mm-hmm. after you saw this podcast and year what four mm-hmm you got a gentleman who's like, oh, let me check this podcast out. Or let me check this conference out. Right. Let me log on to this conference. Or <laughs> or, or somebody log on mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I think she'd be a good fit for my brother or my uncle, my my father, whoever. That, that it can happen. It can happen. But if yes, you would have can. never started a conference that's virtual, mm-hmm. that man that might be in D.C., Florida, wherever, may not have mm-hmm. come in contact with you. And there you go. That's, it's all about obeying it. God. And it's you not just about be, a mate. It's about so much more than that. It it's is so much purpose. more about, than that. It's about purpose. It is. Bottom line, it's about purpose. You will encounter the word wait in that scripture that we love the quote about. Um, well, let me let me take it back to this this other scripture. He that finds a wife. Good thing. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. word, that word find is in process word. That's mm. not a, a standing still word. That's a oh, that's, that's a word that is talking about you go along doing what you're supposed to be doing. Basically, is that's the that's that's kind of the interpretation from the Hebrew. It's it's a movement. It's not like I'm just sitting here on my hands waiting and holding on best I can. No, no, no. You are in process. You are doing something. You are going somewhere. You are actively moving, and in the course of your activity, you encounter this person so we got to get it out of our heads that we we blow the weight part up so big in our heads until we just get anxious and just over overrun with just the anxiety of win 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 if you are something and you're in motion that typically do not just me it takes your mind off of the fact that i'm still waiting Mm. And it, it allows you to cultivate and grow and work on you so that you are able to present your best self when this person shows up. So you're not just sitting here idly waiting for this person to make your life livable. Mm. It's already livable. You already do in life and you are able to invite this person into your life, a life that's lived and full and, and moving and flowing. So that's really, that's like you said, if for nothing else, you're going to run smack into purpose. Whether that means that person is in that purpose or not, that I don't know. But we you run know. smack into purpose. That's the goal. You know, at the end of the day, we're put mm-hmm. on, on earth to be kingdom ambassadors, to Absolutely. bring souls to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, the added addition of a spouse is just a bonus. It's a bonus. But it's really about purpose. And that's literally at the core of it for me. 
all everything I've said, everybody, that's what it boils down to. Mm. I found per I found purpose. And when I found that, I'm I'm just living life now. It's not, you know, and sure. On this, on the on this in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm keeping my eyes out and open. Yeah. Checking for them. Wherever it, whatever environment I find myself in, I'm checking for them. Mm-hmm. I'm making sure I'm in a presentable space. But it's purpose, y'all. That's what that's what's motivated and fueled me along the way. It's purpose. I love that. I think we've been yeah. preaching to each other, but it's good. It's <laughs> yes, good. Yeah. I love <laughs> what you say about running into my words. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, Wanna? yeah. This has yes. been such a great conversation. We can't talk all night though, girl. I know, man. Um, but I have one more question for you. Okay. When I ask you, what does it mean for girls to go global? What would you say? We've talked about your faith. Mm-hmm. We've talked about strategies and singleness. Strategies actually doing something. You know, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. not only praying and fasting and all that thing. Just mm-hmm. logging onto the app and creating a profile might be a strategy for you. Who knows? Come on, living in purpose. You've yes. had courage to do all of that. That's what we do around these girl go global streets we got faith we got purpose and we got that grit we got that courage to live out our god-given yes. life but when i say what does it mean for girls to go global what would you say for me i would say for girls to go global that means for you to live your life ladies live your life i used to be the person who would have the outfit in the closet for a special occasion oh. i don't do special occasions no more ladies Every day I can make a special occasion, I'm making it a special occasion. Mm-hmm. I have now God has blessed me with a core group of, of girlfriends who we can turn any situation into a party, any situation into an opportunity to get cute and go live. Anytime mm-hmm. we're ready, you know, we will save our little coins, we will travel overseas, we will we will live. And I think that as a girl going global, you gotta have a mindset of I'm not waiting on life to happen to me you just got to get out and live it Mm, you got to find fulfillment as you step out and live it and so get out get out of your comfort zone get out of your little safe space I know it's a little scary out there okay Mm -hmm. but I I I promise you you are going to be so happy you did that you stepped out of your comfort zone and you challenged yourself and you lived your life the things that you keep saying I think I want to do do it the places you want to go, the lives you need to impact, quit putting that on the back burner for, well, when I get to this point or that mm-hmm. point, you can do that. You can do it now. You can find a way. I promise you. Maybe it's not on the big scale that you wanted to do it on, but start small and get get into purpose and start living that out. And I promise you, I promise you, you are going to be so much happier that you did that. Mm, I love that. Yeah. This has been the Girl Go Global podcast where faith and works are empowered. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe and give us a review. We would love, love, love to hear how you are enjoying our content. Girl Go Global. 